I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Season 8, Episode 10, The Devil's Work. Who does the devil's work? The psychic. Yes, the psychic. Stephanie's psychic. So in all transparency, this episode's a little late this week. Um, we would apologize, but we didn't have any power. We or still have three water. Full days. I w- I'm going to go with four. Technically, it was. It, we just about hit the fourth day. Yeah. Completely. No, so, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was almost 72 hours. It was about. Those are numbers are hard. 68. Numbers are just no. Hard. 70 around 70 hours. Right. So it's really hard to record. My battery usage. I couldn't power everything up. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. We could record. We could have recorded on our phone, but here's what we couldn't do: is we couldn't watch the episode. So we didn't get to the episode last till right. till what is today? Uh, Today's Friday. Friday, yeah. So Thursday night, and I think it, we were just still in a fog. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I, I may have missed parts of it. I'm not sure. It was just. A, and we watched it in chunks because we were so busy recovering. It's just a blur. House. It's it's just completely a blur is what it was. Every so, commercial break, I hopped up to do right. some laundry. I think I took a nap during the commercial breaks. I'm looking for a four minute and forty five <laughs> second break. Is what I'm taking. What a mess! So, and then and then we got the boil water notice in yeah, the middle so of watching just a it. Mess. So. It's just a mess. Everything's a mess. So it's all a blur. So that's why we're a little late. But it's still the same episode, same stuff. Yep. Right. Yep. So this week, Ryan abandoned Stephanie in the resort. <laughs> And she's just looking for a good f- uh, friend, something. a good friend. I swore. I, I... thought they were going to bleep. She was looking for a good F and then blank it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, oh, I was like, she isn't going to say that, is she? I could not believe. No, you're thinking of Discovery Plus. <laughs> Maybe. Would that would have been it. I'm just looking for a good whatever. Uh, like, oh. I bet you it got said. I bet you the, the raw uh, footage will show up on Discovery right. Plus. Right. I'm just looking for a good whatever. Uh, um, and that became pretty clear with the preview yes. when she picks up the phone uh, and calls Harris of all, of all people. What the they hell probably is won't her even, problem? They, they probably won't even show that next episode. I'm sure it'll be episode 12 before the, we get to that. The thing is, he already told her the, that his cousin is dead to him and he never wanted to talk about him again. And then she picks up the phone to call. She go down to the beach and pick that up some other problem. random guy. She's got issues. Yeah, she does. Maybe she has a sex addiction or something. Maybe. Because it seems like that's all she talks about is how right. he didn't give her any. Right. Tariq and Hazel, they really don't do anything this episode. And their kid really isn't sick. So we just got to see Tariq do some jumping jacks. I mean, <laughs> there's just nothing. There was nothing to them this episode. Yeah. You'd think that he had, like, smallpox or something, but right, I think he just had a fever. It was just a fake scare. <laughs> Andrew comes home, and we get to see his dog hump his hair. Did you, did you happen to be watching I that? I did not notice Yeah, that. he was running. The dog is a little small dog, running around his head while he was sitting on the couch and, and looked to be enjoying his ponytail. <laughs> Maybe he missed his ponytail. Oh, my goodness. So that's what was in his hair. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not just a clothespin, but it was a small chihuahua. A little, a little deposit might have been left. Zied gets introduced to more American women. Oh, wait. That makes me think of Ed in the mayonnaise in his hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Zied 
gets introduced to more American women. Oh my goodness. Rebecca seemed Rebecca to... definitely was the first person in the room to notice. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love it. I know when people are talking to each other and they're upset when they look at their eyes and when yes. they don't. And she was Boy, looking away. Looks could kill. She looked into the ground as she's talking. It's not eye contact. Some people have an issue with eye contact when in an aggressive situation. And so when I notice when they look away, it's because they're very uncomfortable. And it's, a, it's not an assertive position to take. Like when, when Mike looks at the counselor and talks to him, initially when they first meet, he's looking right in his eyes. And so you just notice that stuff. Mm-hmm. In this episode, Jovi has a beer bottle surgically attack, attached to his hand. Yes, So seems. I don't know if he's got like Velcro or something in there, but at no point can he go without a beer bottle in his hand. As Yara was quick to point out. Right. And the shocker of the week, Mike and Natalie are not in love with each other. Uh, Isn't really? there a song? I'm not I in said, love anymore. I, Isn't there a yes, song? Uh-huh. Right. I said to you that anybody who had looked at them for five minutes, whether they knew anything about them or had ever seen them before... We know these two people do not have any love for each other. Right. <laughs> Nothing about their demeanor, the way they speak to each other, the way they're around each other, even right. physically. There's nothing there. Absolutely nothing. nothing. It's just cold. Cold. I can't even imagine how they got to this point or why they're even there. At the beginning, when she first came. I think you want it to work, right? Yeah, at the beginning, I thought that he was just... His behavior was kind of numb. But now, it's very negative. Both of them, very aggressive with each other. I thought Natalie made a very bold and right move about going to see a counselor. Sure. Mike just shut it down. Yeah, he wasn't interested. He he didn't seem like a counseling type, you don't think? Yeah, not. That's not what he brings to the table. He's not a big talker. No. But he goes to see the hairdresser who... Gave him counseling. Gave him counseling. He seemed to open up to her just fine. Uh Maybe they should be an item. (laughs) I was wondering. Other than I still wouldn't let her touch my hair with that haircut. (laughs) Maybe I'd let her, maybe I'd let her fix my eyebrows. I'd let her do that. The heck? I don't know. I've never, you don't really see people. That's two people in one episode that we saw that had shaved their eyebrows and then drawn them back I think hers, I think they just made it darker. So I think her eyes were still there. But uh, they were. But uh, I'm talking about uh, Stephanie. Mm. Hers were shaved and then she drew some hideous Joker eyebrows on. Right. I don't get that look. Our our daughter tried something like that, and it was hideous, and I told her so. (laughs) You know, even Mike is, and I look at, I don't think he's handled this well. He's been a bit passive-aggressive about, she said, I don't have a dress. And he goes, well, I don't have a suit, so we're both in the same position. At no point that we see does he really come out and say the things that he says in the counselor's office. Yeah. He just doesn't. Or therapist, I'm not sure who that was, but. When he comes out, it was just a bold question. You know, you can just see him. His body language is, once he's in there and they're talking, he's closed off. Right. You notice that. Yes, completely. He had some Bluetooth thing. In his ear. In his ear that your that your kids would laugh at you if you had. Right. So that's fine. We used to have one like yeah, that. Yeah, we always used to have one like that. In the 90s, or I guess. But he asked her 
Why did you come here? Why did that you was come? Interesting. His, his it was kind of silent. Were loaded, right? And are we still in love? And it was just silence. She said she came because we fell in love with each other, and he said, "Are, are we? we still in love?" And you know the answer. You right. can tell they don't. It's not even love. They don't they even border love. on hating each other. Yes. Have you seen a couple? You can recall that it was like this. No. I think you get into arguments and you get people arguing and they fight and they storm off. But at no point did I get – I don't think these two people even like being around but each other. She has said such hateful things to him even since she's been here. It's just picking and picking and picking yeah. and picking. I mean how could you have any warm fuzzy we feelings joke. for somebody who talks to you that way? We joke about her never being happy. Right. But I think that's probably it's the truth. It's a step truth. beyond that. This is not a city or a town that she would ever be happy in. No. It's it's just not that's not her thing. And it's not helping their situation. And with not a lot to do. There yeah. isn't a lot to do. And I think if you're a person who needs a lot of social interaction, this is not the place for you. Right. And you'll find that people don't live there who aren't like that. Right. If if you're just fine sitting on your couch, having a beer and watching television. Right. This is the place for you. And those are in general, the people who live there. Right. They're not, I'm not saying they're hermits, but they're a bit more secluded. Mm -hmm. You're not having, there's no big 60 person, Party. I don't know, clam bake yeah. or whatever, or crawfish fry. That's not <laughs> happening at Mike's place. Right. It's just not. Yeah, they're a disaster. I, I, I feel like he, is just counting the days waiting for her to leave, which makes me wonder why he let her come in the first place. Because it was clear when she told him that she got the approval, he wasn't interested in having her come. It was so the I same don't silence. Why? It was like a, like dread washed over him. It was the same silence you saw in the counselor's office with him right. in his truck when she told him, right? Like uh, we're not ready for this. It's, he's been pretty consistent the whole time. Yeah. I think they should have had that conversation that they had in the counselor's office a long time ago. Yeah. I think both of them didn't want to say it. The realization yeah, right. that, hey, this is Because they could have said over. this to each other and been honest. Yeah, you can ride your 90 days out here, but uh, and maybe, maybe you can find a, another man. Maybe this counseling session was a wake-up call for Natalie because she said in the interview afterwards that uh you know she'd yeah. been married before and in all the years they were together and divorced at no point did her husband ever tell her he didn't love her right so she was like i wish i hadn't heard that well uncle bo's not looking so bad right now <laughs> yes, hey yes. uncle bo where's it going she just wants a hard liquor guy maybe a beer guy is just not her thing that's what she needs. No, remember she's all everything Uncle, wholesome in her body. Uncle thing. Bo, what's real grain alcohol? What if we even seen her eat? Hey, Uncle Bo, we saw her eat a <laughs> carrot. She ate the carrots. Mmm, yeah. carrots. Yum. We saw her. I think she ate part of a. What was that? A waffle or a pancake? That was a French toast. Yeah, she didn't like it though, right? Imagine though, if you ate like cold, undercooked French toast, oh. I could see where you'd go. That's Bark. gross. Yeah, it's like gum. Yeah, I like mine extra toasty. Mike said in his ideal world, the producer asked. We don't get a lot of producers talk back and forth. But the producer asked him, Mike, what's in your ideal world? What would happen? And he said, married and with kids. 
And, and he, he said, do you see that happening with Natalie? And he don't know. He's and, like, I don't know. And then he left. I'm like, done. Oh. And he got up. Whoops. But that's not a shock. There's nothing there that surprised anybody at all. Nothing. Right. They're just, these two people are just mean The only surprise was that they actually said it. Right. Well, he said it. We had um, a writer write it. Was one of our one of our fans or a team of our fans, Flo and Adam, wrote in that just how mean they were to each other. Yeah. And they have some knowledge, specific knowledge of like that area, and so they had some insight on that. And I think they were saying that uh, that you know, there's word that they the two of them actually got married. Wow. But I think we found a certificate. We found their marriage certificate. Their, their license. Their li- application for license. a license. Yeah. It wasn't the actual license. So I would just be shocked if the two of them are back together. Yeah. I, I just would be shocked if at this point they're married. What misery. Right. I mean, the, the only way this has a chance would be if Mike moved closer to where he worked and they could spend real time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole scenario is just not good for yeah. anybody. Just like Yari, Yara, and Jovi's situation. Yeah. It starts right off with them traveling over. There. You could just see them fighting. You know, it's just a matter of of them going to see his mom and the dad for the first time. Yeah. So she seemed genuinely happy to see the dad, but she wasn't too tickled about going to a party. That wasn't her thing. And but she said, you know, since your mom put this together, a small party, a small party, and then she she said it to her. Plotting. She said just a little dinner, and mom looked and said, "Uh, "Right." I'm like, what? You could tell right then, even before they did the breakaway, that she was concealing. Yes, I haven't been one hundred percent honest with Yara. She said, fifty or sixty people. Fifty or sixty people. She may be surprised. That's terrible. So she what is something so clear about not wanting to have a party? Yara seems mom. like she doesn't have a problem telling you what she thinks. And I love that about her. Right. And she doesn't do it in a way that's rude. No. I mean not against Angela, right? Right. Angela and what are the who are those three boys, the three clowns? Or? Uh the goofballs. The, go- <laughs> the goofballs. We saw that clip. They showed a on the Valentine's Day, they had some some best moments of, and one of them was the tell-all, and yeah, her funny. and the goofballs. Those goofballs. Well, it's not like yeah, that. Come on, Michael, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the goofballs. Uh, but y- Yara tells the truth, and she does it in a respectful and polite way. Right. I think that says something about her upbringing. Yes. I think she was brought up with some respect. And I would assume that she respects her, at least her mother. We don't hear anything about her father. Uh-huh. But we know she has respect for her mother. Definitely. And not like feigned respect. No. Not like I yeah. just say I respect my mom. Right. It's real what she has. And she it looks like she respects those people older than her. Does not respect Jovi so much, it appears. No. With good reason. So they talk, and Monty is his dad. And the first thing out of Monty's mouth is that... That there are places in New Orleans that Yara says she doesn't like. And he says, well, I've seen the way you dress on Jovi's Facebook, and that could get you in trouble. Then they showed some pictures. I'm like, "Uh, what the heck is Monty doing 
looking at pictures of Yara. Scantily, scantily clad. I think that's all creepy. And maybe if you did that, you, maybe you don't mention it. Let's just be quiet about that. Right. It's hard to tell. You know that the dialect, that New Orleans, Southern Louisiana dialect is a tough one. You, we, we talked about you had a, a family that was raised quite yes. rural. Yes, my, my father is from Cajun country in Louisiana. Yeah, and you still had then, on top of that, your sister's family moved into, and the children were raised, you know, in southern yes. North Carolina. And that, yes. you can get some time where that accent yeah. outside is it's, it's just a bit tough in professional situations. Yes, definitely. And so maybe I've got a little stereotype to Monty and just, you know, that draw can sometimes uh-huh. be a bit, I don't know. Um, it sounds less educated. Right. And that's not the truth, but it's just it's just the way it sounds. Right. And so that's kind of tough. It's hard to take someone seriously that has a very heavy southern draw like that. Right. And so they've got to maybe, and it's not fair, but they've got to be more careful with what they say. Right. So they... Uh, come out and say about the whole stereotypes about Ukrainian women yes, and trying to get gosh. to And Jovi started it. Uh-huh. And that it was Yara's dream to come to America. And she says, uh-uh, wasn't my dream. Right. She says she wants to live in Budapest. Top of that, yeah, let's mom. move to Budapest. It's like, uh... And then she hits back about the stereotype. She didn't let it sit, and she doesn't snap about it. Right. She comes back very witty. Yeah. Very biting. And says, well, that's just a stereotype. Just like Americans are being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And they just silence. They just looked at I could see all of them sit there with their mouth open. Uh, Don't know what to say. You got nothing to say for that. Like, oh. But it makes them sound stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Americans are so stupid. Hmm. So she drops the yard, drops the bomb. I'd like to be in Budapest. That would be great. And you could, ju- be could close just to my mom. You could just see the scrambling. They're all panicked. Like what? And dad, because he's the intelligent one. This is this is what he said. This is what makes me feel the dad. And he doubles down on this. He says this again later. He said, "Well, you're about to get married in a couple weeks, and it's too late to change countries after you get married." I'm like, uh. huh? What? Where is that role? There's a law that says that once you're married, you got to stay. you got to decide. He doubles down at their little crawfish. I thought he was saying boil. they needed to work that out. No. That they needed to come together on where they were going to live. Why would you have to do that? they got married. Why, why would you need to do that? Why would you well, have to come? Well, because if it leaves someone unhappy. Well, sh- I thought that's what he was They're not worried at. about that. They're not worried about anybody being unhappy other than themselves. That's all they're worried about. Yeah, and I was shaking my head when I heard her say she wants to take, I might lose my son. I'm like, what do you think happens when people get married? Mm. Your kids go away and have their own lives. What did you do? Right. Right, it made me think of Betty. So, that's fine. He goes to his little party with all the boys, and they're all standing around in their sunglasses from the 1980s. Eating crawfish, and Dad doubles down and says that again. They talk a bit about Jovi rules or whatever that was, his life in the strip clubs, and it just doesn't seem like he's all that responsible at this he's point. A, he's a turd. He is a turd. Not I, the biggest I just, turd. I just keep but thinking to myself, like, what kind of husband quality is he? He's not right. 
at all. And we saw him getting ready for 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 the party. And uh, how could you marry somebody who puts I don't what this powder he's putting in his hair? Standing I there, I think it's dry shampoo. What would I don't even get it? Dry shampoo. What does yeah. that do? It absorbs the oil in your hair when you haven't washed your hair. And then does what with it? It absorbs it. Does it come off? Does, do you shake your head and the powder comes nope. off? It sticks to your hair. Yep. You, you're, it just absorbs everything and it, it just, you brush it through your hair. Uh, this is disgusting. This is not something I would ever use and I think it's gross. Why would you do this? Our daughter has used it. What, if you're in a hurry and you didn't wash your hair? Yeah, when people are lazy and don't want to wash their hair. How do you not want to wash your hair? Wouldn't it itch? You would think. This powder... This is not pleasant. One, he's got a hair problem anyway. Yeah. And you see. As evidenced by her need to use her curling iron on his hair. I get it. You want to have that to maybe straighten in her shape, but I guess that's fine. But it's still, when she's done, it, it, I think it looks worse. <laughs> so she's not. Maybe she needs Mike's hairstylist. He just needs to wash it. So the big, I think the big fight here, and, and they didn't, they talked about it a little bit, but evidently she would needed some food and she had asked him to bring him food. And she, he did, but he brought her those crawfish. Crawfish, that's what he was having. Now, nobody else knows she's pregnant at this point. But he but knows. He does. And oh my gosh. Spicy. The smells of foods when you're pregnant can just completely turn your stomach to the point that you hurl on the spot. And you just turn around to the kitchen sink and let loose. Mm. So. Could you imagine smelling? Right. So the, he says that fish? she asked what she wanted and she says he didn't. And so she I really She said you she, asked if I wanted what you were having and I, I said, said no. no. <laughs> it sounded like he was lying for the camera. Uh-huh. It, it appears to me. She's not pulling any punches. Right. She said everything but that, I guess. You are lying. You did not. I did say that and you you brought me this. Right. Mm. So, what a mess. And, she, of course, she's on him worse than... And she wants to tell his parents that he, she's pregnant. And he says, no, it's not a good time now that uh, you've mentioned moving to another country. Right. Then my mom's going to panic about you taking her grandkid away. Right. What a mess. <laughs> so, she's on him about his drinking more than... Um, and she said, well, what are people going to think? About me, what kind of assumptions are they going to make if I'm not drinking and, you know, not eating certain things and taking naps and and whatever. Hmm. What a mess. She has a point. I love the line. He kept saying this was his fifth beer. Yeah, and she said it was your fifth three beers ago. Three beers ago was was your fifth. That's a lot of beer. Yeah, he seems to always be drinking. She's right. He's always got a beer in Hmm. his hand. What a mess. But he's, well, she's all mad, and he's bitter, and they're angry with each other. And You know, at first I was thinking, when they first entered the show, I was thinking, well, didn't she know this is how he was yeah, it's vacation before, guy. but they only met on yeah. vacations. And so you can see how she would assume that in his home environment that he wouldn't be party guy. Right. And what so a mess. that's probably a big disappointment so for her. You should be happy. He's the same all the time. I don't get what her problem is, Jovi says. She should be happy. We're going at a, to a party for her. It's not for her. She's going to party. <laughs> it's what for his mom. A mess. And for him to drink some more. Yeah, and 
Joby says, I, I wrote a note down here. Joby says that he's not, no matter where they move, he's not moving anywhere cold. <laughs> I guess Texas is out of line. All right. What the well, heck? All right. It's cold. It was as cold here as... Uh, Minus two. As cold. It was colder than... With no power. <laughs> than Natalie's excursion at Mike's place. You yeah. think that was cold? Yeah. Try being here. What did we get? It was 40. Negative two outside with a 41. wind chill of negative 15. We managed to get it. 41 in the house is where we were. Yeah. 41. And then, of days. course, and I don't keep... But this was a big event in our life. This happened. Yeah, this was really bad. We got abandoned. Yeah. You know, on top of that. So, look, we've got three children. One of them is legal to do everything. Is an adult. Like move out, right? <laughs> but chooses not to. And the other one is close, pretty independent herself, but 16. still a junior in high school. Well, the two of them, when this got cold, our son's got a girlfriend and they bailed and went over there. Heat, yeah. water, everything's fine. He'd already not come home the night before. And then he shows up on the morning of the first day without right. power and just is here long enough to grab some of his things and pick up his sister and they both bailed. Yeah, it's we, like, we have never seen them again. It's like, <laughs> I feel like we're Amira and they are Andrew. Absolutely. I see us here suffering, incarcerated, in living right. in a tent. Abandoned in, to in, whatever. In our living room and they're Andrew. Sipping my ties on the beach in sunny, sunny location, warm and shorts and tank tops and flip flops. Right. We still haven't heard from him. Except at least she got a phone call. <laughs> we didn't he was even at least get that. Trying to call. We didn't even get that. Right? Maybe they could have checked the local hospitals. Yeah. See if we were there. Our life is a whole lot like Ninety Day Fiance yep, in a lot of turns ways. Out. We're colder than Natalie, <laughs> and we get abandoned like a mirror. <laughs> That's it for us. So Andrew's headed home. Mom's there to meet him. We forgot. We hadn't seen Mom in a while. This is not a whole lot here other than I noticed that Andrew's, he must have one set of traveling clothes. Yeah. I said maybe he just has a lot of black shirts and pants in his wardrobe. But you saw his closet, right? (laughs) Then we saw his closet and there were lots of other colors. He did have a lot of black, though. Yeah. Apparently, he likes to travel in all black. Could you imagine? Even his backpack. You've been on an airplane, right? Could you imagine traveling in an airplane in shorts and and really what would be a loose button-up t-shirt? No matter what time of year, even the dead heat of summer, you wear pants because it's cold. It's cold. It's cold in airports. It's cold on airplanes. He's not cold. You got to have pants. He's wearing black. I even take a sweater. Hmm. Even if I have to tie it around my waist until right, I get into the it. cold place. You at least put it on your lap or do something Right. Now you need it as a mask. Oh, I can't stand being cold. Tra- he's got traveling black clothes. We talked, we briefly mentioned it, but I noticed in one of his sides that his hair was pulled black, back with a clothespin. There's a clothespin <laughs> on the back of his head. I did not notice that. That's what I do. I notice stuff. Like, Wow. And I love him and his mom, the conversation. He says, well, we're tossing around the idea of Serbia, is what he said. We are tossing it around. Now, we haven't been privy, or maybe we have been privy to every conversation the two of them have had. But my understanding was he wanted her to go to Budapest for two weeks. <laughs> no, Serbia. Or Maybe while she's or, in Budapest, yeah, yeah she could, she could be I mean. with Jovi. He wanted her to go for two weeks alone. Right. And just sit it out and then 
come and he'd pick her up at the airport. Serbia Not and that France. Not he was going to meet her there. Serbia is the Serbia option is going to be easy. And I said to you, she's going to have trouble going anywhere at this point because she's been deported from Mexico. <laughs> Do they write this stuff down? And she just traveled. So they're going to look at her passport and go, uh, why are you trying to enter multiple countries in the last couple weeks? Right. No. Here. Reject. Right. And if you think you're moving on to the U.S. after that, think again. Nothing dangerous about the plan. Here's what I love. This is what... And I have to tell you, we have been out of the loop for a while. I turned on the computer this morning for the first time, opened up, and see that we've got correspondence. So we have now people. We have somebody who's done some research for us. Things that really, if it comes to research in this house, I defer to Kelly. Yeah. Because I just, uh, I don't know what I do, but I don't (laughs) do research. Let's just put it that way. I'm supposed to fix crap. I'm supposed to Keep not let stuff dying. freeze, yeah. and but I almost I kind of failed a little bit. But we have Anne from Hawaii who then has researched the K the visa status and says that that there are just four month extensions that they are giving yeah. out and on I'm all with her the visa on that. Visas. That made no and, sense at all that their visa will just expire. So Anne, thank you by the way. But of course. Think of how flooded these places would be. Yeah, they don't want to have to repeat all that work. I mean, I'm sure they'd love to collect the fee all over again. That's probably what they do. It would be... They're probably doing that. It would be chaos. Mass chaos. People would be having a conniption fit. It would be on the news. Look, if Larissa gets to stay... Right. Then I think Amira's visa could get extended. If they're going to let... And if they're going to break the rules and let... uh, uh, the beekeeper back in on the last day of his yeah. visa when he Marshall. already left. And when once you leave, you're not supposed to come back. That's I mean, fine. Obviously, we they're like not Marshall. hard and fast on these Marshall rules. deserves to come back. He did. So we we're, like all, we're all happy about yes, the last minute we wedding. I like that um, um, the gifts that were on the bed. You noticed this. <laughs> this was great. The gifts that were there. It was a new iPhone, which seems to be the popular thing to give your fiance, your new fiance from another country. Uh-huh. Give them a new iPhone. That's encouraged. And a $500 debit Visa, card. Visa gift card. That's funny. Seems weird. I said, I said to you, what the heck? Why would he be giving her money? Aren't they supposed to be together now and getting married and it's their money? Anyway, or does that mean here's your $500 and then you're cut off? This is supposed to last you <laughs> for three months. That's what you've got to do. I, that's what, this is all you have. Maybe that's what Zaid gets. Enjoy your, your allowance. Right. <laughs> what a mess. What did we do when we got together? We, I don't we, know. Before you were even here, we were already pulling our money together. Yeah, I was sending money to you before. Yeah. Just to, to not to get too deep into our past. We... We met. I was in the army. I went back to Germany for I had a roommate. for a couple of months. She was having. She was getting the roommate out, so I'd helped, and then we came back. And I think I had an account. Well, I'd already had an account that my army stuff was getting into, but we had we had moved that once I got out. Well, I was paid by check for years right. in construction, and we were pulling our money together from the time we were planning to get married because right. you know I had to go get the ring. Not and- here's we go. Not only do I not do research, I don't do the funds. I just yeah, fix stuff. That's true. 
You never know. It. Yeah, that's not that's not what I bring to the table. You we supply do, money. I and, supply and I money. I make sure everything right. is paid. <laughs> I, I'm like the Texas uh, power grid. I supply, <laughs> and hopefully there's <laughs> enough. Y'all figure out how to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's exactly it. Oh, for those of you who have no idea what's going on, if you're outside of the country, then <laughs> oh my gosh, I have, it's, it's just it's snowmageddon here in Texas. And and it's not the snow; it's the cold. But and we have we've frozen to death. We have burst pipes. The pool has two and a half inches of three, ice. Yeah, we're up three to inches three. of yeah. ice. So it's, <laughs> it's not, not good. And it's not like Texas doesn't know what to do with the cold. It's not like the people. This isn't a people don't know what to do with the cold. The power generation they, system they failed, failed to provide power, and therefore we couldn't keep everything from. Yeah, it has freezing, nothing including to do. With it has nothing to do with the snow. We were popsicles. We had four layers of clothes, clothes on for three days straight with no bathing. <laughs> I showered. I saw a sticker somebody sent me like I voted. I showered. So Rebecca and Zied, I think from the start, as we're talking about um, listener in, in interaction, Adam from Morocco has reached out to us, making sure to let us know that Rebecca's ex... And who is what's his Azan? That they a, yeah that they are not a good representation of Moroccan <laughs> men. That We're Moroccan, glad to know that. that Thank Mor- you for sharing. Moroccan men have not had a good represent representation on the show. I don't remember anybody else from Morocco, but the two of them. Well, uh, Rebecca's ex. That's what I'm was saying. From Morocco. That's what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying that these are the two examples. Right. That we have the impression we have from Morocco are going to be from these two clowns. Right. That's not good. No. Although I'm not sure Asin's as big of a clown as we thought. But then again, let's just issue a full disclaimer what? that all these don't, Americans don't, don't piss off Adam. do not uh, represent oh. America either. What do you mean? <laughs> I hope I we're not all think, like them. I think um, Devon represents the young American female. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. What do you mean? Isn't that scary, though? It, maybe it is almost true. Yes. Yeah. I'm a little worried about our young ones. Yes. 25-year-old females. Oh, my gosh. What do we got to go off of? Yeah, the 16-year-olds uh, not got a good start in that direction. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> well, Rebecca and Zied, I think reality has set in we talked about jovi and yara and them spending their vacation time together well it's the same thing with rebecca and zied yeah he said he was always fun and playful and she gets him those arm tattoos which he looked like that he was, was so cute it looked like it was really fun yeah that was fun for him i loved his reaction that that was what what made it cute i hate tattoos personally right i would never have one i'd probably flip if my kids showed up with one but uh it was cute, his reaction, because uh, he could have gotten really angry because she knows that's against his religion. And she should have done it while he was sleeping. Put it on and gave him a neck <laughs> tattoo. But he took it, you know, as a fun, light thing. And, and between the two of them. it was temporary. So you know, cool. we looked and we saw on, I don't even remember what show. I think it was that uh, Love Games that we saw uh-huh. where we saw uh, Mersel talk about um, they were trying to get him to say sexy stuff oh that was funny he and was so like 10 shades of purple. i see zia it's probably the same because when they went to go out with the tattoo he's like no i'm gonna cover this up right he didn't feel that he it was appropriate just for her it's just for her kind of like anna and mersel whatever his uh when he says he's trying sexy to get him to say sexy talk <laughs> i make no sexy talk or i do not it was worth it if you don't watch. I think the love game thing. I don't know that it was all that great. Uh-huh. 
I think we saw an episode in some change before we were we made the decision whether or not we were going to watch this show. Sometimes we try to squeeze it in on Sunday night, and we probably should have this time, but we couldn't. <laughs> but when you look at that, it was that was worth it just to watch the exchange with Mercil. That was really fun. Those stick-on tattoos were were good. That was cute. And maybe the all the friends that were there at the table. You know, that one blonde girl. She might like to check out his tattoos. She might like those <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> she did seem to well, be a bit into him. She was yeah. very well, flirty. I could see even being, look, if you're in a. She seemed fascinated just meeting someone from another country. Right. And I think that happens. So if, she said that in the side interview. Isn't it something else? Look at the way everybody else treated Zia. Yeah, they were everybody. not welcoming, just not everybody. interested. Didn't what? ask him any any real questions about life, where he's from, or anything like what that. What do people like culture. to talk about? She seemed interested. Right. And so how nice is it that you can get asked some actual questions and not have to defend yourself right. all the time? Right. I didn't even think about that. As that. I said, you know what? This might be just refreshing for him. Right. So refreshing that maybe he may want to spend some alone time with her. <laughs> moving furniture. You yeah, can, I don't think that he picked up on that she was being flirty at all. But, boy, I tell you who did. <laughs> Rebecca sure Rebecca. did, didn't she? Oh, my gosh. If looks could kill, the look on her face the whole time, she was, like, licking her lips and wiping her corners of her mouth. <laughs> like, like, you know, she was just about to explode. I oh, mean, it was all crazy. she could do to you contain would... her emotions. Right. I'd, um, I'd, uh. I responded back to Flo and Adam with just with that is like, uh, you had better take care of your man. <laughs> That's the, you know, flag right. planted. Right, right. The gauntlet is laid down. You take all this for granted. You start looking at Zed and you go, you know, 10 pounds less. Hey, right. And he's. He, I think he's, he's probably. <laughs> I think he's a pretty. He is. He's a fun guy. He, is. he seems to be a, I he bet a nice you, personality. Pretty handsome guy. If yep. he'd get his hair thing taken care of, trim his beard up. Yeah, like, he, oh, he's an attractive guy. You're going to have to. Yeah. You might be fending some and, people off. And his off. accent and everything. Yes. It's all the package. Yes. Yeah, so that's. And Rebecca better watch out. Imagine if he started going to a gym and working out to kill time uh, while he was waiting yeah, here's for a gym employment membership. opportunity. And Rebecca would be finding a treadmill in her storage locker somewhere. <laughs> setting it up in the big empty uh, apartment. <laughs> but, you know, Rebecca's got to get that stuff. She has had enough time I, yeah, I can't to believe find a way. We're son-in-law. We're all these people to help get the stuff. Zied's now got to – it doesn't look like he's opposed to moving stuff. Into the apartment. No, he seemed anxious. That's sure. why he was accepting the help. You could tell. Let's do it. No, he's going to have to move it in a shopping cart now. Right. <laughs> Tragic. She Rebecca explains, women are different in America. It's like, oh, <laughs> I bet you they are. Tariq and Hazel. Ugh. Do you remember them doing anything? No. He was trying to teach her how to, look, here's the funny thing. A backyard in Virginia Beach. With oh, a, that was so With funny. a riding lawnmower. Let me just say, he lives in a townhome, right? Yeah, it's a duplex kind of condo uh, thing. I, my first house that I bought in Virginia Beach was a townhouse. They have very small yards. You saw Land how- in Virginia Beach is a premium. It's not your building. It's your land. So houses, townhomes all have relatively small yards compared to other communities. 
particularly townhomes, very small, like just enough for your dog to poop, and right. that's it. So I used to mow my lawn with a weed whacker, right. and then I graduated to an electric lawnmower. Mm -hmm. Because the yard was so small that the cord reached from inside the house through the window. This is the same. I saw this yard. It was a little bigger than that one. I'm telling you, it would take five minutes with a push lawnmower. Right. I could not figure out why he had a giant, what, $2,000 rider lawnmower to mow that little patch of grass. Maybe we know why he's declaring bankruptcy. <sighs> I would no say kidding. this would be our go. Spoiler alert. Well, maybe for the next Inside Scoop, but there won't be. Yeah, that was supposed to be on our Inside Scoop. Oh, never mind. You just ruined my big story. Well, no big story. It's going to be a week before we get to put it out. <laughs> You'll probably declare bankruptcy again before the next one. So, what do we get this time? Her son, she was panicked because he's sick, and it turns out he's not sick. He's just fine. So, Tariq shows him how to do jumping jacks. and I think the one thing we can gain from this is that Tariq he's pretty good with kids he does seem to be pretty good with kids I think he would be genuinely interested very engaged uh, kind of gets down on their level yeah. and I'm sure that comes from the patience and time he's had to spend with a child with special needs right so I was impressed with that it seemed you I think you could tell that that wasn't that a was front genuine. a lot of what he does is fake right, right? but this isn't I don't think right. you could fake that I think his interactions with children are far better than his interactions with adults. <laughs> right. Agreed. So, there's nothing more with them. I don't know that we really care. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Picking girls or whatever. I don't Stupid. know. Yes, the whole thing's done. Who knows? Hmm. So... That leaves us with Stephanie and Ryan. How old? Have you heard how old Ryan is? <laughs> how old is he? Uh, I'm not sure. Could it be 27? He could has, be 27. That's has possible. Has she told us enough times that it's now it just emblazoned across our brains? Right. That was, uh, I think it was, uh, somebody wrote us, it was the same thing. Just the one is the most really gave me a nice synopsis of the whole show. If I hadn't seen the show before I read what Flo had sent, then it would have been um, sent us in an email. It would have been it would have been a good synopsis of the whole thing. <laughs> the one thing she said it made me literally laugh out loud reading an email was, "How old is Ryan?" <laughs> I'm not sure. I am not sure. What a mess! Hula hoop lessons. It's just dumb. All of it's dumb. She throws the psychic out there over and over again. And he's saying, how am I supposed to defend myself from a psychic? Right. Something that hasn't happened. Who is your friend that you've shared information with? Yeah, how, how can he defend himself? What's he supposed to do? She, the psychic says, you've got to keep an eye on him. I see that he's going to leave you for a younger woman. Well, guess what? Guess What's he supposed to say? Every woman is younger than Stephanie. <laughs> All of them, oh any gosh. woman, if they're not together, it's going to be, it's surely going to be younger than Stephanie. She is so gross. It's not going to be older than Stephanie. I think we can guarantee that, which would just, you know, that would make Stephanie's, it would raise the hairs on her arm. You oh, know, he's going to leave me for a younger woman. Everything about her is gross to me. She's kind of sleazy, slimy, much like Harris. Right. Uh, I'm thinking that they're there, the intended couple. There we go. <laughs> And she just cannot stop tooting her own horn right. about her money and 
what she does and how she's not appreciated, blah, blah, blah. If I was him, I would run so far away from her. She is just a headache waiting to happen. Well, after all that, he does run away. He does, actually. That was funny. Right. You know what that uh, made me remember? The moment when... Um, At the end when he's storming out? Yeah, it made me remember when uh, Ed got abandoned mm. at the resort. Right. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he still hadn't been intimate with her. Yeah. So oh, she made sure we knew and that. And she pointed too. that out. I wonder if I don't know. They still didn't do it. Maybe he wouldn't still do it with her. And then he storms out, and she snaps. Yeah, because they, they cut to, it was four hours later. Right. And he leaves her room. Maybe she found his other phone. And I, I love, what well, could be, because that's kind of what she was yelling. Right. That he cheats or something. I, you know, I just think Stephanie needs drama. She needs to fight. Yeah. She needs oh, to argue. Some so people hurts. are just like that. They yeah. need that drama in their life. She He did point out, it's like she's always looking for a fight. Right. Like she thrives on conflict. She can't ever just rest and let things be. Right. Mm. But Ryan was going to rock her boat. What is that? I'm not sure what rocking your boat means. <laughs> I'm not sure of that euphemism. Rocking your boat. Maybe I am. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Never mind. There's no other couple to move on to. So he storms off out of the hotel or out of the... And, Resort room. Yeah, and you know, she had already been throwing the money thing out there. You know how yeah, much money I've given says, you and your mom? She, she's like, how are you getting out of here? And he says, I got an Uber waiting. And she says, who's paying who's for that? Money? Am I paying for that too? Like, oh. Ugh. You don't have to do that. Just I throwing just, that I money I just around. wouldn't stand for that. Mm -hmm. She just, you know, dangles it in his face all the time. It's just tough. I'd be insulted. I don't know why he puts up with it. I just don't get it. You know, what's he going to do? Right. He doesn't need her. Well, evidently he does. She's paying for him. He probably doesn't even know that yet. Or maybe she tells him, I've been paying your salary this whole time. And then he storms mm, off. Right. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know. I think the preview is the funniest thing is that she calls Harris is who she calls. Oh, I couldn't believe she did that. And he already said that... He disowned Harris, that he never wants to speak of him well, again he's not. as far as he's concerned. He's dead to him. And then she picks up the phone and calls him. Oh, my gosh. And she said, can you come over? That's what she did last time. And we know what happened then. Right. His she obviously has no remorse for whatever happened right. last time because she's about she, to do it again. She got her boat she rocked just by Harris. Needs to get laid, apparently. Harris, right? She needs a good she's got some friend. Kind of sex addiction or and something. She's I don't got know what something. Her problem is. So Harris is there. So wow. Now, I don't even know. We saw this. It was such a fog we were in when we watched this. I'm not sure if this was a good episode or not. I couldn't really tell. I was just so glad to have. A TV again. It was good to get back to our routine and watching shows. We haven't seen any of the other Discovery Plus stuff that had been going no, on. And so I have so many DVR shows for there's Hulu a, to catch up on. There's a Bears All. I've been seeing some some things about, but nothing that um, we've been able to catch up on. So it's this is the latest we put out an episode. Yeah, we've literally we're had still, a day of power. We're still alive. I can't feel my toes yet. Yeah, it was down to forty one in the house. 
So, but we've made it, and there are so many others that have not. We had we were very fortunate that we didn't that we didn't have any you know small infant children or elderly that we had yeah. to take care of. It was it was really tough, I think, for them. We can joke about it because we're relatively young, and I'm in yeah. the construction field, so I could maneuver a lot of our things around. And although I am days from surgery, that was right. not good timing. It messed right. up my ability to get to physical therapy so, and all that. It may be fun to poke at the people from Texas and how we handle the cold, but there's some serious stuff going on here. So if you know anybody, reach out. Just say, hey, thinking of you. I yeah, think that would matter. The one thing that came out of all this is, and I posted right away when we got power to our neighborhood group, was that I feel so proud to be part of our community. Right. Because people really came together neighbor to neighbor, shared their resources, checked on each other, people we've never met before you right. know i mean it, it was amazing it was good the kindnesses that I, were shared i haven't heard all these stores were closed i haven't heard any looting or anything like that going on but no, maybe it was but, too cold to do that but we made it out to uh kroger last night and i know i was really wanting ice cream for some reason i was finally warm and uh they had no ice cream because they also had no power for three days and uh it was just a mess out. We right. picked up some pizzas and they were half melted. <laughs> right. So we did that. That's what we did and watched our episode of 90 Day Fiance. We managed we do to that. do that without your ice cream. Yeah. You made me eat a salad. Yeah. I but did. I did get some pizzas. You did so get pizza. That's all. That makes me happy. <laughs> so we will see you, I don't know, maybe in a couple of days. We'll be back. Stay tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiance Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 